thing in Psalm 37 for a couple days now. So we're going to jump right back into this because there's no way that we uh, exhausted this. Uh, I don't know if we could ever exhaust it. It's just so rich. So I'm going to go in Psalm 37, God's word translation, and I'm going to start at verse one. I'm not going to read the whole thing again, but I'm going to read where uh, I was instructed to slow down today. It says, do not be preoccupied with evildoers. Do not envy those who do wicked things. They will quickly dry up like the grass and wither away like green plants. Now, I want you to, I want you to zero in right here on three and four. This is where we're going to zero in today. Trust in the Lord and do good things. Live in the land and practice being faithful. Be happy with the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. All right, we're going we're gonna to pause right there for this cause. <laughs> we used to say that when I was young. Um, but here it is, right? So the, the one thing that really jumped out at me this morning as I was preparing to give uh, this is that we go back to that verse one. And from the vantage point of looking through someone else's eyes, of what's going on. We want to zero in on this trusting, but I have to hit this. It says, do not be preoccupied with evildoers, right? Just just stop right there and then jump down to verse three. And it says, trust the Lord and do good things. So David goes in here and he says, he gives us instruction as not to be preoccupied. But then he turns around and says, when you're not preoccupied, what do you do? You trust in the Lord and do good things, live in the land and practice being faithful. Now, we could stop right there, guys. This is, you know, this this really is geared for men. And I could we could talk about that whole faithful thing for the next 30 minutes. The importance of being faithful, why uh, our wives, why our children, why our girlfriends want us to be faithful Um if if you are if you are not a heterosexual, why your 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 boyfriend or your husband wants you to be a, a faithful? Um, listen, the reality is being faithful means so much because it says to them that I can pour out my whole heart to you, and when I pour out my whole heart to you, then um, it changes everything in a relationship. When you're not faithful, then there's a piece of them that they're not willing to give. And when you don't have the whole of something to work with, you're always scrapping, trying to uh, fix things. If I want to put it that way, fix things, because, you know, we're men and that's how we do. When our wives and our children come to us with a problem, what's the first thing we want to do? We want to fix it. When when our friends come to us with um with a, a, an issue. What do we want to do? We want to fix it. All right. But in order for, for people to give us what we need so that we can help them, they've got to first trust us. Right. So the Lord, so, so David says, trust the Lord 
right? So if we go back to that whole thing I just talked about for 45 seconds about trust is God has given us everything and we can trust him. His track record is impeccable, right? There is nothing that he has not done for us, literally, because when we slow down enough, when we begin to think about it, he's the one who wakes us up in the morning. I know I got an alarm clock, man. What are you talking about? No, it's not your alarm clock. There's a dead dude laying in the bed right now whose alarm clock is still going off. His Apple watch is still beeping. And guess what? He's dead. I'm just, I, I want to make it real to you. Okay. It's not our alarm clock. It's not our, 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 our parents. It's not, it's not intuition. It is God who shakes us from a place that is so close to death and says, arise, you've been refreshed. It's time to get going. This is who the God is that we serve. He is so rich and cool like this. All right. So he says, trust the Lord and do good things. Live in the land and practice being faithful. So uh, brothers, today I'm, I want to really push this that you, we have got to get to a place where we trust God. We tell God, okay, I'm going to give you everything. And this is the interesting thing about even this statement. I'm going to give you everything. God is knows everything. I think I said it yesterday. Omniscient. That's who he is. He knows everything. But this is how the relationship is being built between us and God. Now, I talk about it all the time that this is, you know, when I was growing up, um, one of the things was, you know, you go to church, you get saved, S-A-V-E-D, and you know, then that's it. And then your, your next level from where I went to church was, you know, be able to speak in tongues. Right. And then uh, you, so that that's really what it was about, getting saved and speaking in tongues. Well, yeah, I grew up, I grew up, came out of the church, not came out the church, but I grew up and I began to understand that there was so much more back behind this than just getting saved and speaking in tongues. This whole thing that God had set up from the beginning of time was always about this relationship that he wanted with the people that he created. And I'm getting way off subject here, but I want you to catch this because you gotta have a relationship with God. And when you have a relationship, meaning that I'm gonna trust you, I'm gonna give you everything. And so he already knows everything. So why is he saying, why do we have to say, I'm going to give you? Because he wants to see if we can release ourselves to him. He knows the good. He knows the bad. He knows the indifferent. He knows our struggles. He knows our failures. He knows our successes. He knows the, the great things about us. He knows it all. But what he wants to know is, are we willing to say, I'm going to give all of this to you and let you work your will in me. That's what he wants. He wants to work his will in us, brothers. This is amazing. So that, you know, when he works his will in us, it changes everything about us. All right. So uh, be happy with the Lord. And this is this is where this is where it kicks in. This is where this relationship piece kicks in. Be happy with the Lord. Okay. Be happy with the Lord. Now, another version, uh, new, new, new living translation says, take delight in the Lord. 
um, uh, I think the King James might say, um, delight yourself in the Lord, right? So be happy with the Lord. Take delight in the Lord. Listen, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to take delight in you and I'm going to be happy with you and I'm going to just listen. Okay. This is the word that, that I, I told you I'm going to keep this organic. I'm going to frolic in your greatness. Okay. All right. Okay. I don't know where that came from, but yeah, you know, when I think about my relationship with God, I'm just going to frolic in your greatness. I'm just going to run around like I'm in a field of flowers and, you know, I don't have a care in the world because that's what frolicking. I don't have a care in the world when I'm locked into God. Right. Okay. So brothers, be happy with the Lord. Frolic in his greatness. Okay, don't ask me where that came from. All right, so look, then it says this. He will give you the desires of your heart. Now zero in on this. When I trust the Lord, then he gives to me the things that I need in my heart. This, this does not mean that when I trust the Lord, I can say to him, give me. No, this is the relationship piece. When I'm locked in with him, when I'm trusting him, he will then in our daily conversation and our daily life together, he will give me desires. He will pour into me what he wants to see my life look like for him, for lack of a better term. That is what he's doing, right? So he will give you the desires of your heart. So I want us to get this is that when we trust God, he then begins to, and what are, what are the desires? All right. Cause my, my time is growing short and I, but I don't want to rush through this. What are the desires? The desires are, then he begins to track out things that he wants us to do while we are in the earth that will bring glory to him and change the world for him. One of the key things that I learned as a child in church, and I, I by no means would I ever say that what I learned in church was bad. Um, but one of the key things that I learned in church was being mission minded, being willing to help someone else. And when I really began to understand this, that really framed my existence in the earth. How can I assist someone else? to get to the places that they need to get to. And that's what God is looking for when he talks about giving us the desires of our heart, that he puts stuff in us that will bring glory to him, that will shift someone else's world so that they can give glory to him. Our life is a witness for God. All right, so my time is spent. It's um, I'm, I'm at 11 minutes here and I'm trying to keep these to around 10 minutes. So, of course, that means that tomorrow we're going to dig a little bit more in Psalm 37. Uh, today is Wednesday. So tomorrow we'll dig a little bit more into Psalm 37 and uh, we'll just keep going with this until I hear the Lord say move to the next uh, the next verses. All right. It is what it is. All right. So let's I don't like saying that because somebody else said that that. They didn't say it in the right way. But anyways, here we go. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your presence and we say thank you. Thank you for this time, God, that we carve out every morning where we go and we get our coffee. Um, we may be sitting in the car. Uh, we may be sitting uh, 
at work, we may be riding on the bus and we're listening to this word and it's really helping us get through our days and it's helping us get through our lives. We thank you, God, for allowing us to carve out this time. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that this word would change us from the inside out. Every man that is listening, I pray that it would change us from the inside out. Help us, God, to understand the importance of trust and those around us trusting us in everything that we do. Then, God, I ask that we would learn to trust you, that we would wholeheartedly give ourselves to you so we can frolic in your greatness. You are a great God. There is nobody like you in all of the earth. And we really, really, really appreciate you sending your son, Jesus Christ, into the earth for us to receive him as our savior and to put us in a place so that we can have a relationship with you where we can call you Abba. We love you, God. We magnify you and we glorify you. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, fellas, thank you so much for listening. This is Pastor S. Jeffrey Muntz, and I thank you for being with me on today. Do me a favor, share this link with another man and tell them, hey, man, just listen to this dude. He's being organic. He's being real. Listen, when I tell you these are one takes, these are one takes. I'm not running back and forth and trying to fix stuff. I know sometimes I stutter and things like that. That's just how it is. One takes because I just want to be real with you. This is what God is sharing with me and I want to share it with the world. So do me a favor, share this link with someone and uh, hey man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, hey, I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. I love you to life. This is Pastor S. Jeffrey Mont signing out. Until the next time, peace.